0: Hi guys how you doing so uh, let me give you a bit background story about how I got to, what I decided to do today so I woke up and I don't know I just felt pretty tired and lazy and I just wanted to be in bed all day I don't know why cuz I like I had a very early night I had good sleep uh, wonderful dreams and so I shouldn't have been feeling tired but somehow I was and so I was just going online and I was like okay let me just read some stuff and see what's happening and then I remember that I had read a thread about one dumb serial killer like that a friend of mine posted about that and I am like if there can be one then there would be more and I'm like so why not read about dumb serial killers and tell my people about them so here we are right now. I'm going to give you guys a brief down about some dumb serial killers. My God, you'd be surprised at how stupid some people can be. Not like I'm saying I'm a professional serial killer or anything, but I mean it's just common sense to know some some kind of things, to know what to do in some kind of situations. But I guess common sense is not so common after all. So stay with me and listen. <music> Goes. they're like five basic ones i'm going to read to you because like i don't want to overload you guys with too much you know Uh, i think bits and pieces is perfect so number one i would have you guys know like oh my god i do not think that there's anything as dumb as dumb serial killers because you've chosen to be a serial killer so why not be a good one why why not be a smart one why not? anyways I'm getting ahead of myself, so number one is Dennis Rader, also known as the BTK Killer. You get to find out why he's called that. So, now between the years of like 1974 and 91, Dennis Rader murdered 10 people at the location where he stays, and so he was known as BTK Killer because of his modus operandi, his mode of operation, And so what he would do is he would bind, he would torture, and then kill. So BTK. Anyways, he was caught due to some dumbest mistake I have ever seen in, in crime history. But yeah, stay with me guys. So, uh, as most serial killers think, Raider thought that he was smarter than everyone. And so he enjoyed sending taunting letters to the police, to the newspaper, and all and all that. But there was a but. He was not uh, tech literate and so when he wanted to send files like from the computer, he was wondering if it would be safe to do so. And instead of him to bother to like okay let me learn how it works and let me know my internet now so that I won't get caught, he decided that there was a shorter way to doing the whole thing guess what it was drum roll well he decided to ask the police themselves i mean smart guy right like just go ahead and you know ask the people that are supposed to arrest you just ask them if it's okay for you to send stuff anyways so he did that and then he asked the police whether or not they would be able to trace him if he sent a floppy disk and so The police were like, yeah, totally safe, totally safe, bro, send it in, send it in. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, please, please do that. And, yeah, he believed. He did believe them. And then on February 16th, two days after Valentine, 2005, my guy sent a package containing a floppy disk and floppy disk had everything he had every single thing and then he also sent like other stuff in the package like trinkets from the people he had murdered to show that he was a real dealer. you know he wasn't messing around with nobody so yeah he sent all that and he also included files and stuff like that uh, that apparently he thought had been deleted I guess he didn't know that there was a way they could get that back so he sent it some stuff he had typed down uh a microsoft word and then yeah uh, or oh, a document of some sort anyways he shall send it to them and then he was feeling fly feeling like okay well i'm the bad as they can trace it to me because you know i asked them but guess what the undetected file that he had and thought that he had deleted had raider's legal name on it he had his place of work so, you know, put two and two together. That was a pretty fast job for, for the police. I mean, I, I feel like all criminals should be this nice. Just, you know, help the police do their job so that they can be they can be, you know, safe time to spend with their family and just basically do other fun stuff besides chasing your criminals. So yeah, that's number one. Then is Raider people, the BTK killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, number two. Uh his name is Albert fish also known as the gray man so albert fish gray man so basically he was known to i don't know they don't know the exact number of people he has killed but approximately it would be like a 100 100 people or more he was a predator and then he believed in choosing children african-americans and then mentally disabled victims yeah nice guy Albert really nice anyways what he would do is he would torture and mutilate the young children with his implements of hell in quotes and this included like a meat cleaver a butcher knife and then a small hand saw. now let's proceed to listen to what Albert the gray man fish did so one of these victims was a ten-year-old girl grace bud, whose parents he had spoken to and then told them that there was uh, a birthday party a fictional birthday party sometime in the summer and then they let uh, him take her and she was never seen again and that was like um summer of 1928 my guy decided not to stop there so in november 1934 he decided to write grace's mother which is the girl he killed an anonymous letter where he bragged about girl's murder and the cannibalization that he had done to her because in his mind he's like he wants to increase her misery like how evil can you be well serial killer so in the letter he said something like how sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven it took me nine days to eat her entire body and then he went ahead to describe a whole lot of stuff in the letter and then guess what he did yeah I bet you can't guess this I'm pretty sure you cannot so I'm going to tell you he mailed it in a New York private chauffeur's benevolent association uh with their envelope and so I mean it has like an association name on it so the police went ahead and then they went and to do some findings from the association and they were able to trace the letter back to his apartment and you know That's how he was caught. So, perhaps next time you want to send anonymous letters. Yeah, keep it anonymous, please. I mean, as the name implies. But, okay. Moving forward. Number three. We have Jeffrey Dahmer, also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal. Jeffrey Dahmer, the Milwaukee Cannibal. So, Jeffrey... Uh, He murdered and raped over 17 men and boys between the periods of like 1978 and 91. I feel like, well, it would have been more if not for his monumental lapse of judgment in 91, which led to his arrest. So, okay, Dharma had invited a um, a 32-year-old guy, Tracy Edwards, something like that. Invited him to his apartment under the pretext of him uh, wanting to take nude photograph, like, you know, photographer. I, 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 okay. I know a couple of photographers, but, well, I'm not saying anything. So, invited the guy for that. And when the guy came in, the guy became suspicious because he saw, like, uh, several boxes of hydro, hydrochloric acid on the floor. He perceived, like, foul smell. And it was like, my guy, also, what all this things he doing here? And then... Uh, Dama said that those things were there because he uses them to clean, brick, and I presume that's some sort of um painting thing, equipment or something that he uses. Anyways, that he uses it to clean that. And so, after getting his new victim into handcuffs, which is his modus operandi, he went ahead to press a knife to Edward's chest and then he spoke in detail about how he was going to kill edward and all that but edward being a sharp guy a guy smart he kept a cool head and then he engaged dama in conversations talking to him really calmly and telling him like yeah we're still friends we're good everything is fine and so dama was like what's happening i'm trying to get after i scared this guy here like what's going on tell me what's going on and so uh It was just confused. Like, why is this guy behaving like that? And so he would sometimes go to watch the TV, then come back. Eventually, Edwards, the sharp guy, told Dama that he wanted to use the restroom. Can you get where I'm going to? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You can, because, yeah. Dama astonishingly agreed to this. And, you know, he let him go um, open the handcuffs. And... Smart guy Edwards knocked him out and ran for his life, and then he returned to the apartment with two police officers who found Dama still there on the floor. I mean, you're a serial killer, why not take some like boxing lessons and stuff like that so you can protect yourself from possible victims? I want to escape. Don't worry, you guys, I'm joking. Anyways, they found him there, and then in his drawer, they found full polaroid pictures of human bodies and then the various stages of disembowelment. I mean, why do these people like to keep souvenirs and stuff like that? If you want to do it, and just you know, your brain is, is, is uh, spacious enough, so why why keep all these things? But yeah, that was the end of Dharma. Number four, we have um, Andre Chikatilu, also known as the Butcher of Rostov. Andrei Chikatilu, also known as the Butcher of Rostov. So, he uh, tortured and murdered like 52 women and children uh, or thereabouts in Russia. And at first, he was arrested for wandering in, um, in public and then rubbing his genitals against people yeah what a way what a way to stay hidden andre anyways that was what he did and when they searched him they found like small knife and it's eight, eight inch blade rope and then a jar of Vaseline for reasons i do not know anyways they were the the soviet authorities at that point were already on the lookout for like serial killers and stuff like that but when they got him and then they took blood samples there was some sort of mislabeling of um, of the blood samples and so he was let go uh, because well there's nothing to prove that he did anything and so he was discounted as a suspect and he went back to his gruesome business. However, things began to look up uh, not too long after that. Uh, at some point uh, Chikatilo went out in public and was washing his hand And he was wearing a very weird formal attire that is usually not worn by people at that time and just before that he had killed like a 22 year old woman and he failed (laughs) to clean the blood off his face yeah like he's like in your face pictures look at it so yes he failed to clean all the blood and then he has he had uh, grass and dirt all over his elbows i mean if you want to be a serial killer why not just take a shower once in a while like yo okay so yes he did that and then the officer like I mean that's a very it's a very suspicious picture right there so he took him in and luckily for them they were able to um, take his blood again and so it showed that there was a mislabeling mislabeling of the previous blood work they had done and so they were able to pin him for both so yeah in case you, uh, enjoy modern masse- uh, you enjoy modern masses of people while running around and rubbing your genitals against random people in the streets, yeah, Russia is definitely a place to consider. Just remember, like, there are basic rules to fitting in, like wearing normal clothes and not walking around in public with blood all over you. Just tips, you know, in case you want to be a serial killer or something like that. And I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kidding you guys okay so number five and the last one we have Israel keys Israel keys. So basically um, three um, murders were painting him but roughly it should be like about eight or more as he has you know admitted to various murders, but like they've not been able to find anything specifically. So, what he usually used to do was uh, he enjoyed recreational rape. I have, I've never known rape to be recreational. But, well, well, that's what they said. He enjoyed recreational rape, arson, burglary, and then bank robbery. So, in 2012, Keys kidnapped an 18-year-old Samantha. He raped her and killed her. God rest her soul. So, after killing her, he took her debit card and according to him he claimed she was still alive to her people and stuff and then he demanded a $13,000 ransom to be transferred to her account. Apparently, obviously, he was unaware that ATMs are always equipped with cameras because yeah, you know, why would they put cameras in ATMs at points that people use all the time? I mean, it's, it's just common sense but yeah, well, He was unaware of that fact and he was also unaware of the fact that banks kept record. So he casually and comfortably used her debit card and he traveled throughout southern western United States. was of course, I mean, he let so many paper um, um, breadcrumbs like Hansel and Gretel So of course he led the cops to him. Well, uh, I think he went off too easy because he committed suicide while waiting for trial maybe the shame for his stupidity got to him at some point so it's important to note uh that he was originally like he has always been a smart one always been careful about not being caught and so this was just out of character for him like he usually used to plan his murder like a long time ahead and then he took extraordinary action and caution to avoid detection he also avoid he avoided uh giving police like um the victim of the um, the profile of the victim rather and then he would kill far from home and he would never be seen in the same area twice so like you know your everyday serial killer taking all necessary precautions that he knew how to take he he would also keep his mobile phone off whenever he goes on his murder trips you know and then he paid for items with cash but i guess this one is 99 days for the thieves and one day for the owner because he used card. He left lots of trails. Just so many things whipping to into him, and that was the end of Israel Keys. So I think it's necessary to say at this point that always remember, guys, that a high IQ doesn't necessarily give you the gift of basic upskills like. You need to plan this thing i'm not encouraging anything guys i'm just saying if you want to do something you might as well be very good at it be the best okay so i'm going to add one more i'm going to add one more just because you guys are the best and also because well i like even numbers and that would make it six but mostly because you guys are the best so number six we have david berkowitz david berkowitz I've been practicing how to pronounce that, so I, I hope I got it right. David, Berk- David Berkowitz. <laughs> Anyways, they're all from my place. So, David Berkowitz was also known as the son of Sam. Don't worry, you'll understand why he was called that. So, he basically killed like 8 people in NYC, New York. And then, he did them, according to him, because he got orders from a demon which was inhabiting... The dog belonging to his neighbor Sam, so son of Sam, so basically son of the well, I don't know, I don't know how he came with that name, but what? Anyways, so he, his own, like he gave the police a really good chase because he was very fond of taunting them with letters and doing several stuff, you know, just to keep the police on their toes. But guess what did him in? Guess, 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 guys. Uh, don't worry, let me just tell you. It was a parking ticket and pure stupidity. So, listen to what happened. Berkowitz, um, at some point, like uh, 77, he murdered a young couple before returning to his car. And then when he returned to the car, he found that he had been ticketed. And so, he fired several gunshots. Um, after a woman was looking at him, he fired at her. Because, I mean, she was just looking. Not you know, just doing you her own amebo JJ, from a safe distance. She was looking because, I mean, she had been there when the ticket was um, placed on his car. So maybe she was feeling bad for him. Or she was like, oh, poor guy. Or maybe she was like, yeah, you, you deserve it. I mean, why would you pack Rogi? I don't know. I cannot tell what she was thinking. But she was just watching JJ, and he fired a couple of shots. And guess what? My guy missed every single one of them. I thought it was in like serial killers handbook that you should learn how to shoot, you know, go to uh, the, uh, the field, go to the range and, and shoot and learn how to shoot. Well, apparently he didn't get the memo because he fired so many shots and he missed every single one of them and he decided to drive home. But that was not the end of it. It turns out the woman was indeed a nice woman and she didn't go to, you know, report all that had transpired between her and the anonymous guy (laughs) and the gunshot she didn't report it for like four days which was enough time for you know berkowitz to escape and be very far from being traced but of course he was confident in the fact that people are stupid and he's the smartest person and so he did nothing he didn't destroy the evidence he did not escape he just sat at home with evidence and you know chilling watching movies and doing whatever it is that serial killers do and so very soon the police realized uh the parking ticket and you know they looked into it and found that he probably hadn't even paid. Obviously he had not paid, if not they wouldn't have a reason to track him. So he had not paid and stuff like that. So they traced it and then when they arrived at his house, as all stupid serial killers do, they found trails of paperwork. They found maps of crime scenes. They found um a threatening letter or threatening letters with the son of Sam style. You know, you remember I said that he used to send um, daunting, taunting letters to the police. So yeah, they found those type of letters at home. And then they found three diaries full of meticulous notes, among other things. And then hundreds of our sons. Like like the guy was a real, you know, a real one. And yet he couldn't be wise enough to realize that okay get rid of the evidence at least. Oh hey, yeah, maybe just disappear for a while. Oh no, wait, how about do not keep diaries? How about you just stay and not keep diaries? But no, he decided to keep not just one diary but three full ones. Ugh Why did they feel the need? Why do they feel they need to document every single thing? Oh, yeah, he did that and that happened. And that's the end for today. It's me again, Princess Ode. Always bringing you with, you know, the best stuff that can make you laugh, make you smile. Uh, be good, guys. I love you guys. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at OdePrincessP or Instagram at Sally Ode. Or you can send me an email at OdePrincess uh, at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate, uh, do all or some, I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, have a good one, guys. Have the best week ahead. Much love. Bye.